It's time for You Better You Bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller coming to you on a Tuesday. You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley over the next four Days are with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time, so 3 to 7. You can watch us on twitch.tv slash BeckQL, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. You can go over to BeckQLnetwork.com. You can also watch us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. It's going to be a fun next couple days. Mark, always great seeing you, man. How are you? Any uh, football withdrawals now? This is always like the toughest stretch, mm-hmm. right? Like the the couple days after the Super Bowl when we have this long wait until August September again it's it's uh it's never easy it really is tough but I'll, I'll tell you what PJ like the machine never stops like it's going to be you know we're gonna get a couple weeks of where we're like wow we really miss football and you know we're diving into other sports and then boom the draft's gonna start to heat up we're gonna start hammering away you know draft positions and whatnot so it's gonna be a lot of fun man it never stops though football you know is always there um, but right now, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a lull, but what a season, man. I mean, just an, an incredible game, an incredible Super Bowl overtime. Can't beat that. No, it, it certainly was a, uh, a good finish. It picked up a lot in the second half. The Chiefs end up winning mm-hmm. their third Super Bowl with Mahomes. The Niners fall short yet again. Mark, I saw a crazy stat. The last seven times that San Francisco has been to the postseason, they have either lost in the Super Bowl or lost in the NFC Championship game. Like, you can't get any closer than the Niners are getting. So, like, when you watch that game on Sunday, like, what's the next step? Because San Francisco is favored to win the Super Bowl again next season, right? We know their roster is really good. I think Purdy now has proven to everyone that he is certainly good enough to win a Super Bowl. The Niners very easily could have won that game. So what are your thoughts on San Francisco? Like, what's it going to take for them finally to get over the hump? I don't know if they are. And I don't mean that in, like, a a negative way towards San Francisco. I think they're very talented. But when you look at this season and the way we talked about this team, you know, for the majority of this season, one of the most, you know, efficient offenses in NFL history, Brock Purdy was just putting up incredible – you know, EPA numbers. And I'm not sure what more they can do than to get in this position. And they got into a big game and they were outplayed and they were outplayed. And I think they were outcoached. And I'm not sure like at this point, like what they can do. It's hard to get back to the Super Bowl. You know, trust me, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I know it's, it's not, you might think you're getting back to the Super Bowl, but you know, it always doesn't play out that way. And when you look at how the 49ers are built, you know, the offense, the physicality from the wide receivers, the yards they have to catch, right? The main, uh, you know, Achilles heel for them has been their ability to stay healthy. And we even saw it this year in a year where they were healthy, you know, Debo Samuel banged up again towards the end of the year, right? And, you know, Brock Purdy was able to stay healthy, but that's that was has been a rarity in Kyle Shanahan's system for the quarterback, you know, to be healthy the majority of the season. So are they going to have another year like that next year? You know, is it better? Those are the things you have to look at. They were fortunate, you know, to get through the season without any massive injuries at the end. Trent Williams going to be another year older, right? So there's a lot of things that they have to look at um, in order to kind of get back to the mountaintop. But as far as getting, uh, you know, getting over the hump, I'm just not sure this team is is going to be able to do it. 
I mean, you really can't get any closer than they've gotten here as of late, especially in that game. They, you got to be kicking yourself if you're a Niners fan, Mark. Like you, this, Kansas City lost five fumbles in that game, recovered four mm-hmm. of them, and then San Francisco lost two fumbles in that game, didn't recover either. Both fumbles were huge, right? McCaffrey on the opening drive, you go right down the field, you're getting some momentum, and then he fumbles, and the draw, the, the drive obviously stalls. And then obviously that muffed punt kind of just flipped the game on its head. Kansas City, that was the only touchdown that they scored in regulation, and it was a gift from the Niners. So I, they couldn't play any better. Purdy didn't turn the ball over. I thought he was really good. They had success pretty much for the most part running the ball. You know, I mean, they didn't really gash Ooh. Kansas City for any big gains. But, I mean, it was okay. They certainly ran the ball more than the Ravens did. Um, but <laughs> I just, man, if you're San Francisco, especially considering how bad their defense was the first two playoff games against Green Bay and Detroit, they they certainly showed up against Kansas City. But, it's tough, man. And if you're Shanahan, like at this point, it just kind of, it almost messes with you, right? Like it gets in your head. You've been up twice on this same team mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl by 10 points, and you've been unable to beat them. You've been unable to put it away. And you look at that roster, man, like there really aren't any weaknesses. You have the best running back in football. You got two number one receivers. You have the best left tackle. You've got an all pro tight end. Maybe you have to upgrade the O-line a little bit. Maybe you got to get a little bit better in the secondary. The kicker, Jake Moody, was a big question mark, but he had two massive kicks in that game. So I know the extra point miss was was a big deal, but I thought he was good otherwise. It's just There's not much room for improvement for San Francisco, Mark. And I think that's the frustrating thing, right? It's like you look at a team with Detroit, and it's like, okay, clearly they got to improve the pass defense. If they can get that figured out, they could be really, really good. With this Kansas City team, it was can they score enough points on offense as great as Mahomes and Kelsey are? Can the other guys around them step up? This San Francisco team, top to bottom, like that roster is so solid, man. And, you know, they're going to have some – free agents coming up here in the next couple of years. This might be like their only last shot with this group to get it done. To your point, I mean, I know Brady and the Patriots made it look easy for years. I know the Chiefs have made it look easy these last five or six years, but it's tough. It's tough getting back to this point. And the Lions should be better. Philadelphia and Dallas could be tough. I mean, you know, Green Bay with Jordan Love might be interesting. So we'll see. The Niners, to me, are still the heavy favorites to get back to the Super Bowl. But you just, I don't know how much more confidence you can have in this team. Like, they should have won that Mm -hmm. game on Sunday. Their defense was more than good enough for them to win that game. They just couldn't get it done. Well, there's good news and bad news for 49ers fans, right? You know, the the bad news is if you mentioned the strength of the roster and how everything went well for them this year. Yes, they lost a couple fumbles, you know, in the Super Bowl. But if Kyle Shanahan isn't going to win the big games with this type of roster, when he has a talent edge over everybody in the league, you know, they were what, like six point, you know, favorites against the Ravens during the season. Like from a roster strength perspective, it does not get any stronger than what the 49ers were and he still came up short and the bad news is is they came up short because Kyle Shanahan was out coached in this game Steve Spagnola you know really took him to the woodshed when you talk about the run blitzes that they did to slow down the San Francisco running game to make Purdy pass in the second half 
you know, a lot of what they did against the Ravens, they were able to do against the 49ers. And he didn't have those answers. You know, uh, Brandon Ayuk, you know, he's their man beater. Um, they weren't able to get him the ball. You know, Spagnola was able to double him. Shanahan did not have a counter. Debo Samuel completely taken out of the game. George Kittle, very quiet, right? So, you know, when you're in these big type of games, you know, there, there's no easy coach on the other side, right? You know, the Barry Switzer Dallas Cowboys situation just doesn't come around nowadays. So you're going to have to bring your A game as a coach. The good news for the 49ers is they have one of the brightest minds in the NFL as their head coach. And, you know, history shows you that these types of coaches, you look at Andy Reid, you know, eventually can get over the hump, you know, with, with the right players around them. So um, I'm not saying that, you know, Kyle Shanahan is not going to be able to win in San Francisco, but I think a lot of the blame for them not getting over the hump, you know, has to fall on his shoulders. He has to look in the mirror. The roster was there. You know, he got outcoached in the biggest game of the year. Yeah, I mean, that that talent is good enough. Shanahan continues to be a question mark. I do give him a ton of credit for going for it on that fourth down. You know, I thought for mm -hmm. sure he was going to kick it, but he went for it. He got rewarded. Um, but like you said, you know, I think that's why a lot of people like the Chiefs heading into this game anyways, was because they had obviously the better quarterback, better head coach, better kicker. And in a neutral site game, they had the experience to go with it. They found a way to win it in the end. On the other side, I mean, what are your thoughts about the Chiefs? For me, Mark, like what this season has taught me about Kansas City is I don't care what they do in the regular season. Like it really doesn't matter. As long as they get in to the playoffs, like they're going to be the team to beat. And they might not get priced that way next year, two years, three years. But as long as they have Mahomes, like – that is going to be the team, right? We wanted to see what he would be like in the postseason when he had to play away from Arrowhead, and he checked all those boxes. We wanted to see what would happen when he went up against teams that were more talented than his, and if he could still win those games. He checked those boxes. I mean, the Chiefs for the second half of the season like were not a good football team. They didn't score. Mm -hmm. Their defense you know, wasn't as good as it was towards the end of the year, but they just turn on the switch. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's a lesson that moving forward, Kansas City could be the one seed. They can be the seven seed. They can be at home on the road, injured. It doesn't matter. As long as they have Mahomes, like they, we got to treat them like we treated Brady and Belichick and those Patriot teams. Yeah, I think even stronger. I mean, even stronger just because. You know, when we look at the Chiefs and what they endured this year, you know, not a very good football team on paper. And they still overcome everything and are able to win in this type of year. And it feels like a broken record because I feel like I said the same thing after the Eagles lost to the Chiefs last year. I said, wow, like this was the year. Like Mahomes is rolling out there with Juju Smith-Schuster, TikTok boy, you know, catching touchdown passes. We're not going to get this fortune in the future. And then lo and behold, this year, you know, the, the wide receivers were a big issue, right? I think better long-term with, you know, Rashi Rice and, and some of the guys they have there, but really a lot of struggles during the season. And then what do we see? They flip the switch in the playoffs. They find a way to utilize those guys. Mahomes starts trusting Rice more, and the offense takes a big leap, and they win the Super Bowl again. So the question for betters is, not, you know, are the Chiefs going to win the Super Bowl next year, but is when are they not going to win the Super Bowl going forward? You know, Ken Barkley, uh, I believe it was last year, might even been the year before, talked about how, you know, you might want to just bet the Chiefs every single year. 
You know, like Lockheed's like just bet them every single year if we're going to get these prices. And as long as they win, you know, one or two Super Bowls, you're going to make some money here. And I, I think that's a good way to approach it. I already bet KC plus 750 for next year. Yeah, they're plus 750. San Francisco, who we were talking about, they're the favorites at plus 500. Baltimore, who is the number one seed in the AFC this year, they're plus 850. The Bills and the Lions, 12 to 1. You got the Bengals, and Joe Burrow is going to be back at 14 to 1, and Dallas at 16 to 1. So, is KC your pick, like as of today, as of right now, or did you just pick them just because of the price and just because that they're the team you trust most? that will be in the postseason and that, you know, obviously you have the least amount of questions about heading into the playoffs next year. Yeah, I mean, I think getting them at, at plus 750 is pretty good value, knowing what we know. That, like, even with, you know, a very depleted roster, you know, Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, they can overcome that and win. Um, when I'm looking at the broad landscape of the futures market, um, I, I think there's value on a couple teams. Like, I like the value with the Bengals, Coming off a year where Joe Burrow was injured, right? You still get them at a really good number. I know before it was around 16 to 1 or somewhere in that area. Not sure where it's at right now, but um, I think that that's a team. Like going into this season, we were like, watch out. The Bengals, they've shown they can beat Kansas City. Joe Burrow, if he's healthy, you know, the offense is going to be incredible. I think next year, the defense, they can fill up some holes. They'll be right back there. You know, I think they're the, really the team on the futures market that jumped out to me. And if you go further down the board, I mean, Cleveland, you know, looked pretty strong with Joe Flacco. If they can get the quarterback position figured out, how did they figure that out is, is a big question. But, you know, they're all the way down the odds boards, but they have the defense. If they can get the quarterback and Nick Chubb comes back healthy, um, they could be a team that could contend. Certainly could. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, they had a ton of injuries. Flacco was by far their best quarterback last year. If they can get figured that out, they could be interesting. The Jets are another long shot that kind of intrigued me just because of how good that defense was. Rodgers is coming back. They have a number one in Garrett Wilson. Um, the Jets could be interesting. It's like those teams in the 20 to like 30 range, right? Like Miami, Green Bay, Houston, the Chargers with Harbaugh now, Jacksonville. You figure one of those are going to be in contention next season. I don't really know which one it's going to be. Um you know, the Bills and the Ravens, it's like they have the quarterbacks to do it. They've had head coaches that have been there for a long time that haven't been able to get to a Super Bowl in a long time. Harbaugh's obviously won one, but he hasn't been back in 12 years. McDermott's never been to one. But Buffalo, I think, could be interesting because they finally have a running game with Cook. They got to upgrade the receiver, and we'll see what happens with Diggs. But they had a lot of injuries last year to some key defensive guys. And that playoff game against Kansas City, like you could just see it unfold, how banged up and beaten they were on defense. So Buffalo's a team that's interesting. I think Cincinnati, a lot of people are going to like the Bengals. I would just wait on the Bengals because every year they start slow, right? Like Burrow's always dinged up. He's mm -hmm. always got something that he's dealing with. They're always like 0-2, 1-3 to start the season, and then they turn it on. You know, I, I don't really think that that's going to change much because Burrow obviously is going to probably have some rust. He's going to have a long layoff, probably not going to have T. Higgins back next year as well, maybe. So if you like the Bengals, I might wait on Cincinnati and get a better number. Mark and I, when we come back, going to continue talking about the Super Bowl, wrap up that conversation and look at some of the free agency moves that Maybe some teams will look at quarterback, running back. We'll dive into that. You better, you bet. Presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller.